0: This is Naoki Stuff and you are listening to Aetheryde
1: Radio. Here we go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Aetheryde Radio, Gamer Escapes Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Fusion X, and joining me today, we have Bryn and Zenidra. How are you? Well, doing good. And uh, doing something <laughs> a little different <laughs> today. Uh, great minds. We are minds. actually broadcasting live I haven't done that for a while, but we are also live in-game here. We have our uh, studio here set up on Balmung um, that I think we'll be using in the future as well. So um, feel free to make a character on Balmung to join us for when we do these. I know it's a little hard to get in sometimes uh, for, for character creation, but uh, we got, got a couple people. What do we got? One, two, three, four. We got a handful of people here, which is pretty cool. Uh, we got a lot of people joining us here, so... Uh, Let's get right into it right before we get into all the cool E3 news this week. Um, There's a couple things they posted up on the forums, um, and we want to just go over those real quick. The ultimate game card is retiring. Um, So for anybody that was using that to pay for their subs, uh, you have until September 30th to redeem any codes that you have. Um, And then after that, you're going to have to find a new way to pay for the game. Um, So... There you go. There is the official time card, um, but I think that's only standard subs, and it's what like thirty or sixty. I forget what the ninety days. Uh, I've seen the sixty, but I've only seen them online, like Amazon. Um,
0: yeah. At least if not for me, I know my local GameStop hasn't started carrying them, and I asked them about it, and they said they they're at they, they personally have been getting that question a lot. So hmm. hopefully, we'll start to see you know those trickle down more to you know physical stores. I, yeah. I don't know how it is in y'all's area.
1: Well, I I haven't seen them anywhere, <laughs> mm. so we'll make sure to uh, to get a link uh, on the site for you guys uh, that want to order that stuff. Um, second, uses uh, to the sightseeing logger coming um, so that fair and clear weather uh, will both fulfill requirements. So that'll be nice because I know that's kind of I was one of the I haven't actually gotten any of them yet, um, but I went out to one where it wanted like. Fair weather, but it was clear, and it was clear weather. I'm like, why doesn't this count? Like, it's the same. They like, what's the difference? <laughs> so they're gonna change that. So fair and clear weather will both fulfill requirements
0: and so. rain and showers.
1: Yes. So yay.
0: If anybody was actually doing the sightseeing log, there's, there's some people was that are just like, awful.
1: Really into it. Um, and we actually yeah. do have um our sightseeing log stuff on the wiki now. Um, so. Uh, you can check that out uh, where you need to go and the weather and all that stuff. And feel free to make some edits for that as well to help other people out with those. Um, And that'll take us in to all the cool information that we have from this year's E3. Oh yeah. Boom. So we were out there. uh, We got to talk to uh, Yoshida-san we got to talk to Fern Halls. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that towards the end. Um, And uh, also got some hands-on with Leviathan the battle challenge that they had. How'd you do? Uh, you know what? It's 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 funny that you ask that, right? Because the you failed um, didn't you? I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the the first day uh, I did it, um, and it's it's interesting because it's not the hard mode, but it's not the extreme mode either. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like an in between where you know the railing still drops, um, you know, you still have to watch your positioning and stuff, um, and. Yeah, there was a lot of people that were losing. Um, And so for the second day, um, they actually glamored uh, high-elegant gear onto everybody. So everybody was like, you know, eye-level 110 or 115 (laughs) or whatever it is. So, yeah, uh, everybody got pretty beefed up and more people started to win. But uh, eventually, eventually I won. So that was cool. I got got myself a shirt. You got more than one try. Yeah, yeah. So it was fun. Um, and then uh, we have the letter from the producer here on uh, day one. This was on, the, uh, on June 10th here. Got to actually watch this live, which is pretty cool. Um, so obviously the big news to come out of E3. Did uh, you sit there
0: on your phone and like, click through the forums
1: as they were going to get the translation? Or did they have a translation there? Well, the first one was live. And no, it was, was in English. The other one, though. Yeah, the one. Right. the, one on the other on on Tuesday. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, they had Koji. And so or Fernhalls as, as more people know him by and he so he was doing it all in English. Um but the one on uh Thursday was only in Japanese, and so that one I had to and actually I was I was in like back to back appointments on Thursday, so I didn't like hear anything until like I got home and started reading forums. Um but uh, we'll go through the first one here first. Uh the biggest news obviously Rogan Ninja um coming in patch two point four Nobody saw that coming at all. Mm-hmm. Except if you did the storyline, you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Rogue and Ninja, they're going to be DPS classes. Um, they're going to use daggers and knives. Um, and then they talked a lot. There's a lot of... Ninja has a lot of stuff um, mm-hmm. attached to it. Um, they'll be able to move faster in the field, which, which means like passive like field traits, which is pretty cool. Um, they'll mm-hmm. also take less fall damage, which I thought was interesting. Um, Ninja is going to revolve around stealth, Um, And you'll use what they're calling like Mudra, which are like, um, if you watch like Naruto or DBZ, when they do the weird things with their hands, you'll do those uh, different combinations (laughs) of those to cast uh, ninjutsu spells. Um, There's going to be different types of poison that uh, ninjas will be able to utilize. Um, And they also said that um, at the job, it won't be position based for their actions, kind of like where... Um, You know, if you think of, like, Rogue, right, you kind of think of, like, Thief, and maybe you think back to Eleven, where you would do stuff like sneak attack and trick attack, and it sounds like there really won't be any of that um, for for Ninja, so you'll be able to, you know, do your stuff regardless of where you are according to, you know, where the mob is facing and everything.
0: I like that. I think that's going to be very beneficial. I'm curious, though, and obviously this would be, you know, nothing's confirmed or said, but if Ninja's getting some... Um, you know, kind of passive field-based traits, if that's something that, whether obviously not in 2.4, but down the line, if they wouldn't uh, think of kind of adding in retrospectively to other classes.
1: Yeah, and I actually, that was one of my concerns, too, and we actually asked ask that uh, in the interview, so we'll, we'll touch that on that <laughs> a little bit here.
0: Forecasting.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Foreshadows. Now, um, um, was, is anybody else here kind of, because, disappointed that we didn't hear anything about Musketeer around the same yes. time? Yes, yes.
1: Because the, uh, the impression I got is that we would be hearing about both gun and dagger classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I was, and then I was even got my hopes up for Thursday. Right? Ahead. Oh yeah, the
0: uh, and then I got my hopes up for Thursday. I was like, well, they they are saving something for the Japanese, like you know, letter. And I was like, then they didn't say anything, and I was like, heart is broken. I understand, you know, <laughs> uh, where they're coming from, but I'm just like, I'm I'm just hesitant of just releasing one new class, especially. For us and on legacy servers where the majority of people have everything already at 50 and just right. like opening one thing up is just like opening the floodgates to uh, yeah. tank, healer, ninja, ninja, tank, healer, ninja, ninja. <laughs> well, no, it, dude, You can with rogue, with rogue, you're going to take four rogues, everybody equip cure and we'll just go.
1: <laughs> well and it's bad right because and this was this was a question i it was it was on my list and i didn't get to ask it because we just ran out of time was why introduce a dps now instead of you know something more like what everybody. Like um and it's like you know we had this huge list of questions and that was on there but you know it's it's, it's tricky you got to prioritize things and yeah um but from the sounds of it um they will be talking about two new classes probably uh for the expansion so probably at Fanfest. Um obviously it's going to be a tank and a healer cuz ninjas the DPS. I don't know if there's going to be any more. Um but obviously musketeer is going to you know going to be one of those. Um Gives me another So class. yeah, so I don't know. I could like I could maybe see like musketeer as a healing class. Definitely I not can a see, tank I can though see cuz see that's just musketeer weird.
0: I could see musketeer jump, jump into life. engineer, um, you know, looking mm-hmm. at Final Fantasy Lords. Like I could see them bring uh, the engineer on top of the musketeer and then the engineer could use, you know, any kind of thing. Um, and then that I could see them actually doing kind of a, a tank class with pets. Um, you know, it could be difficult to pull off, but it could be interesting. I don't know. I yeah. mean. Because when they said, and uh, obviously from the Nico Nico event, when they said that like Musketeer is not going to be what people expect. And obviously from our you know tradition, we would think, you know, guns, damage or, you know, support. Corsair, you know, support. So um, you know.
1: Or, or they'll just completely <laughs> blow our minds and be like, we're not sure how this works, but it's a tank. Enjoy. <laughs> gun shields, man. Gun shields. <laughs> I can't see it. I can't we see it. Gun everything.
0: Well, we, there is a boss in this game that has gun shields. Um, you know, he doesn't get a lot of love, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
1: that's true. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, we'll Reign of thoughts. We'll see what happens with that. Um, they confirmed that, uh, marriage or, um, what they might call something like the ceremony of bonding, uh, is coming in 2.4 and will not have any restrictions based on race or gender, which is awesome. Uh, everybody that was actually at E3 watching the, the letter live, uh, was like clapping and applauding. So. That was really cool to hear because that's that's always been a question whenever you know ever since 1.0 when marriage was brought up right mm-hmm. um, and so they came out and said doesn't matter so that's very cool to see um, personal housing uh, is gonna come by 2.38 at the latest so we'll actually get that fairly soon here which is nice um, yeah and then you know
0: obviously with 2.3 you know that kind of sets it up kind of like what we saw with the 2.2 we had the 2.5. The two point, you know, two eight, and so it looks like they're really kind of keeping with that kind of same schedule, and yeah. uh, you know, so it is a kind of also confirmation that you know for the for the next big update that we are, are going to have these additional steps, which is kind of nice actually.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, let's see what else we have. The, it was <laughs> funny because when they they talked about um, they you know they started releasing stuff for E three and, and Shiva was kind of front and center on that stuff, and you know everyone's thinking, well, she's probably not going to be in for a while, so why is she? yeah um, yeah the emotional material <laughs> for e3 um and the truthful answer is <laughs> ramu was not sexy enough for the e3 poster um yeah. which
0: Peter, i don't know this, that, a this big beard man, man.
1: <laughs> i dig that beard i don't know um but did you say that <laughs> do uh, you now it's a big beard things, wanna, things like,
0: that we learned today i just,
1: I just want to yeah. like fall asleep on it <laughs> Maybe they should make a bed. They should warm. make a. They should make bed furniture. Item oh yuck! I'm just, <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm just, giant, like, just waiting for. Uh,
0: I'm just waiting for a marriage system that you know doesn't discriminate against marrying primals. That's all I'm saying. What? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Big that King Muggle man. Food. Yeah, King Muggle Mog, man. Him and I. <laughs>
1: oh man! I don't know um,
0: how well we're gonna get along anymore, Bryn. Yeah.
1: However. Nah, yeah. Uh, they do say that uh, Shiva's story is actually going to start uh, in 2.3. Um, and so then for 2.4, uh, she'll probably make an appearance then. So we'll start to get a little bit of information on her, which is cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that approach. Um, it kind of mm-hmm. has the same kind of approach we had with Ramu. Um, back with uh, you know uh, some of the storyline in the late 20s. And then we haven't really heard from him at this point. So it's kind of nice that we'll get some a build-up to Shiva's story. It's, yeah, it seems it's, a little bit more epic that
1: way. And it's interesting because... Um, obviously we you know we've known for a while now that uh, Ramu is just like very protective um, and so you know the idea is that unless we do something like he has to be, he should be people cool, are right? constantly drunk and high and then, and then 2.1 comes out and everybody's running into the Sylph lands for dailies I'm like this is what's going to piss him off <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I, That's why when they said it was Leviathan, I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense yeah. with the name. But I was like, we've been pissing off like <laughs> Ramu's people for well, and a while. It's, and
1: it's interesting because um, Yoshida talked about um, in our interview, we we had a shared interview slot. So uh, we're only going to go through our questions primarily. But um, one of the questions that was asked um, gave an answer that was talking about, uh, you know, patch 2.3 is called uh, Defenders of Eorzea. Um And the way that he worded it, it's Ramu is one of these defenders of Eorzea and he has you know his vi- you know, view of you know how he's going to protect the realm um, and so that you know gets me kind of really really excited to, uh, to check out the lore and, and the story and how that evolves and why we end up fighting him right
0: mm-hmm. so right.
1: maybe maybe we fight Ramu as like a challenge and then he becomes like our Zordon and like <laughs> sends us off to like fight Shiva hmm. kind of like
0: a proving ground
1: Maybe. Yeah. It's like be. all right that's, you guys. I think you seem think kinda cool. Could be. Yeah. Come
0: fight me. We'll see how it goes. If you don't
1: die, I might send you and yeah. do something else. Yeah, so it could be cool. We got the uh, they had a new uh, trailer too for E three. Um showed a little bit of the, the Ramu fight. Um and then teased Shiva right at the end there, which is I don't I don't know. I feel like that's probably not like final like cutscene material. They're probably like well, she's on the poster, we need to at least like have her in here for you know, five seconds, but um, we also got a look at uh, the free company workshop. Um, they showed the, uh, you know, the kind of like in the basement um, where eventually uh, free companies will be able to work together to build something uh, like an airship, um, which is that's pretty. pretty cool. I
0: think that's going to be pretty epic. That sounds yeah,
1: that really exciting. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, the big question is, okay, after you build the airship, what do you do? it?
0: the real it? question is, how much well, is, is that going to cost? Up. You crank <laughs> up the beats and you just, you know, you ride with the top down. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah.
1: Because, I mean, yeah, like unless you're flying it around in, you know, in a fashion that's not just like a cutscene of you getting off and on. Like, why are we building airships? How crazy so, would that be, though? Yeah. Yeah. So I it's think that's another, another
0: thing for frontline. Yeah. <laughs> Airship models. There's a lot of potential, and I'm very interested. I think that's going to be some news that, you know, later that we, when we learn how that's um, uh, kind of a, a, addressed, it's going to be pretty exciting to see.
1: Everybody's minions are like tweaking out on my screen. Mm-hmm. They
0: are on my <laughs> It's a Chocobo dance party, really.
1: <laughs> Need to stop feeding the Chocobos all that candy. Uh, <laughs> all right, and that'll take us into uh, our interview with Yoshida-san here. Um, our first question, and this was one we actually, um, picked off of Reddit. A lot of people were talking about this. Um, what will be the subclasses for Ninja? Um, and are you considering going back and maybe including rogue abilities to existing jobs? Uh, and he told us that right now the battle team is working on balancing everything, so they're still deciding on which actions and jobs, um, will connect with those. Um, so if they were to tell us then and release that, um, the battle team would get upset with them. And so they don't want to do that. you know, they say it's it's still a ways off since it isn't 2.4, um, so they can't say anything quite yet. So I know there's a lot of speculation going. Well, if it has, you know, spells or you know ninjutsu and maybe thaumaturge and you know something, but who knows? We'll just have to have to wait and see. I have a feeling Archer might be one. I just I just feel like that would be a thing. I don't know.
0: I guess yeah. it makes sense.
1: We'll see. We'll see what happens. I could be completely wrong. So um, we asked for some more information on stealth. Um, and ninjutsu, um, and asked if there's going to be any simil- similarities with uh, something like pugilist forms, or you know, eighth flow charges to kind of give us a better idea, uh, system-wise of how that'll work. Um, and Yoshida know, said that it's not going to be like pugilist, where you you know put combos together, um, you know, and again, creating ninjutsu, um, we'll use multiple of those hand gestures, those mudra. Um, so you'll take those and combine them to make one ninjutsu spell that will be cast in battle, and then you'll make, uh, you'll make different combinations of those um, in order to make different spells to handle different situations in each battle. Um, and so the kind of goal with Ninja is to have the player think constantly during battle about which combinations they want to use to get that end result of that ninjutsu spell. Um, there's going to be spells that enhance the player as well as Enfeeble the monster, um, and so you'll want to use you know certain spells depending on... Uh, you know, the phase that a boss is in or something, instead of, um, you know, using your hand technique, it'll be more thinking about, okay, this time in this, you know, this part of the battle, we're going to need to use this type of spell. Um, and so they want to, you know, have players strategize that way. So, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's just going to be different from everything else we have. I don't know if there's really going to be anything to kind of compare it to, which <laughs> is <just laughs> cool. What's that? My
0: <laughs> took it ran.
1: Him. Oh yeah, this just a chocobo sitting on my lap <laughs> in front of my face. Nice. Um, and so, um, after that, uh, we asked him about the Gold Saucer. We talked to him, uh, when we talked to him back at PAX, right at, right at launch, um, we asked him about Gold Saucer. Um, he told us that, you know, he wanted to have at least three activities in it, um, and that it would be out sometime after 2.3. Uh, and that's still the plan, um, he told us, sometime after 2.3. Um, however, what's going into the Gold Saucer has already been finalized. Um, so they have all the artwork done, and they believe that um, once they are able to show that artwork, uh, that the players will be really surprised by it. Um, everything is ready to go uh, into production, and so they hope to have it really soon. But again, um, sometime after two point three, we don't you know two point four, two point you know we don't know um, just after this next patch sometime. Um, they also said that. They're not limiting themselves to games that were in the actual Gold Saucer in Final Fantasy VII, and uh, they're going to try and use the whole Final Fantasy kind of knowledge base, um, and hopefully get a lot of different types of mini games um, that they, you know, we've seen in other titles as well. So, here's to hoping you know, Triple Triad comes in.
0: <laughs>
1: Fingers Man, crossed! That would be right? fantastic. I would love Triple Triad so much. Except That'd be then awesome.
0: if you lose your cards, you can't you know stop that game and go get it again.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe a hybrid of, like, Tetramaster and, and Triple Triad or something. Or maybe let's be like, hey, guys, parlay. No. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> you know what? I didn't like parlay. I didn't dislike parlay.
1: I uh, hated uh, that thing. And That was just... Uh, anyway. I think I remember, some tweaks, it could be fun. I remember in 1.0, I was trying to do this main scenario quest. Uh, there was, like, an NPC you could talk to, like, in this kind of, like, battle instance. I'm like, all right. And so he's like, parlay. And I'm like, okay. And I, you know, kept trying to beat him and I couldn't beat him. And with like five minutes on the clock, I realized that I also had the option of just like killing this guy standing in the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I, I remember that one. Now I think I was out in some like Thanalin. <laughs> I won that via Parlay. So you can see.
1: <laughs> I beat Neil Vandarnas via Parlay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I won. was like, just like,
0: dude, dude, you have really cool armor. Let's hang out. And he's like. <laughs> Thank you. He's like, yeah. let's
1: talk about various subjects and see if you've Weapons? <laughs> the economy? Yeah. It <laughs> was in like? there. He's like, uh, you know, I'm going to bring Dalbo down and destroy all of Eorzea. But first, would you like to talk about the economy?
0: Because <laughs> it's going to go to crap as soon as I do it. Right. We're, 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 I'm going to uh, actually effectively remove one-tenth of yes, everybody's no, funds nine through tenths. this process. Nine-tenths, yeah. The, um, no, I think Magic. with the uh, like, if they did like Triple Triad or Terra Master or some kind of you know car, card-based game, mm-hmm. being able to challenge NPCs and then be able to like play other players would be fantastic. And then they can – I mean they, there's so much potential there, especially in the open yeah. world. I was always disappointed in that uh, Eleven had it, the game separated from the game itself mm-hmm. and thought, man, if it was in while you're running around and that was something that you could choose to do if you wished – That would be amazing.
1: And I know there like we got
0: people sitting in in our in our thing with the tables. Like, how cool would it be if they could be like playing cards right now?
1: (laughs) I know there was an interview um, saying that they weren't going to add any more uh, disciples of hand or land anytime soon. But how awesome would that be if they added some kind of like like card master thing, right? Where you could either, you know, turn mobs into cards or something, you know, something that would play into into like a big card game like that. That'd be so cool. Mind blown. <laughs> right, or, just, or give it to Alchemist. Alchemist needs something to do. Yeah. Anybody need any potions? No. No, no we don't. How about,
0: how about some cards? Yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> just get to turn eight. I have a strength potion. Turn. Anybody want a strength potion? Last ten seconds. Anybody? Mm-hmm. No? Two
0: Why does anybody want
1: ten <laughs> second lasting
0: potions? Um, Two guilds for a stack of 99. Come on. I need to <laughs> pay my rent. <laughs>
1: um, next up, we asked Uh, Difference between uh, personal chambers and personal housing, Um, you know, if there would be a yard for personal housing um, in different sizes. And he says with private chambers, it's going to be pretty much what we already know. You'll have to be in a free company um, and then you'll have to buy a chamber within that estate. Um, And it's per player. So it's not just like the free company, like tax on a side thing and everybody can use it. Each player will have to buy their own personal chamber. Um, and they say um, that's probably going to be around 300k for that.
0: It's kind of interesting because we're getting the personal chambers in 2.3, you know, but personal housing, it, what they're saying by the latest of 2.38, I mm-hmm. mean so that doesn't seem like it's that too far That's not off really
1: encouraging anybody to buy personal chambers.
0: Right. Because I was like, <laughs> and we don't know the price of personal housing, but when they remember like when everybody was really like, uh, you know, upset over the, just the cost right. of free company housing. Um, he's like, no personal housing is going to be, you know, very affordable. And so, you know, with that, it's just, kind of goes to say like well should i take that 300k and invest it in my own house just uh where on, you know how much you care about housing like i want a mm-hmm. house but there are some people who just don't even care enough to buy a personal chamber
1: my my problem is i want to get a huge house and i'd be able to mm-hmm. buy it but then i wouldn't be able i wouldn't have any more money to furnish it so it'd just be a yeah. giant empty house mm-hmm. like each week i'll buy like one more furniture piece to add to it this week See? i'm gonna buy a table
0: they want to buy both I Want to buy both <laughs> The, um, I guess uh, the other question is like what – besides just the fun of, I guess, organizing something in this open world, you know, what are – are there going to be any tangible benefits um, down the line um, besides just, you know, the, I guess, gardening, I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess chocobo raising. Chocobo raising kind of- and gardening. And
1: I mean and I, I think that's incentive enough too with um, – and we'll get into the chocobo stuff uh, mm-hmm. shortly here. But yeah, I think I think that's a good reason. That's, you know, it's a, a decent benefit. Chat Manderville in the corner. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, They say that the size of the private chambers will be um, roughly a little bit bigger than like a small house. Um, So I'm almost thinking maybe the size of like the small house basement, since that's actually a little bit bigger than like the first floor. Um, So something around that size. Um, And then they say that um, with... Uh, private housing is pretty much going to be the exact same thing as free company housing, just with players and not free companies. So you know you'll be mm-hmm. able to have different sizes. You'll be able to you know have a you know outdoor stuff and and garden and stuff. So uh, I, you know really the big question is how much will it cost? Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, let's see next up here. Um, we asked what kind of changes uh, we can expect to uh, see for materia. Um, and we got kind of a weird answer, maybe something I lost in translation. Um, but what we did get was kind of interesting, so we'll, we'll still uh, share it with you guys. Um, Yoshida tells us that a lot of people playing uh, Disciples of Hand classes want more stuff to do. Um, and they want to be able to create better items with their crafting skills. But the problem is um, that the crafting items that, um, you know, because they're so good, it, when, once you start making those, it leads to inflation. Um, so what they're worried about is people who have taken a break from the game and they want to come back. Um, And then everything is so, you know, much more expensive and they have less skill because they haven't been playing. Um, So, you know, they understand, you know, kind of the risk in in doing something like that. Um, But on the other hand, they know that, uh, you know, Disciples fan want more to do um, and be involved in more things. Um, So so there's already been ideas about having more um, kind of risky crafting, kind of like that was in 1.0, where there's some risk in building something um, but you can create something that's really awesome. Um, and so they're currently working uh, on that and working out the logistics. Route. I
0: don't like risky things. No. I don't want to gather all the they things were, and then they fail. Were
1: so, they were so safe and casual friendly. And now they're like, we're just going to make things possible. 1% <laughs> chance to craft this, you know, from this item that you have to get from, you know, turn four of the second binding coil. and. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I would think that I'd like to see like more crafted items that also have come from drops from hard content as well. You know, well, and and that it, would, yeah. I think would uh, help, I think it personally would help stimulate kind of the the market in that regards because it's like okay, yeah, you got that rare drop, and I can use that rare drop plus these other I things to really create to something epic. And it's and it's What's interesting, right?
1: Because back in one the their kind of vision for gear progression was um, stuff you get from dungeons will always be like pretty up there, but mm-hmm something crafted that's fully melded would always be better and that's not really the case anymore um right something crafted that's fully melded can be very close to you know the the myth or the soldiery stuff but it won't beat it okay um, <laughs> so yeah it's it's they kind of they kind of did a, a 180 on that
0: um, what's your solution Zenidra it's a joke hamlet
1: Oh, Hamlet. (laughs) I was going to say, like, just have a (laughs) You want something more to do? I would love to see Hamlet again. I really enjoyed Hamlet. Mm -hmm. You liked Hamlet? Yes.
0: It's like, let's take a (laughs) tank and three healers and then two gatherers and two crafters. It'll be lots of fun, guys.
1: Dude, I was so good at collecting pots. (laughs) I had to heal. (laughs) I could be like, I need Forever. a pot that's glowing blue. Like, there's one, and I would totally like, like grab it and take it back. And like, it was the awesome. Guys in
0: the corner, they synced up. It's beautiful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I enjoyed Halo just because it was something so different that included all the different type of disciples. I I enjoyed it. Um, I don't I don't think we'll ever see anything like that again <laughs> since that's not really. You don't a think frontline
0: might incorporate some of that since you can no. freely change class at any time.
1: No, I, mean, I don't, I the don't think books? it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna involve hand and land disciples. Sure. I don't think so. I I would be very surprised if it did, uh, and, and that would be awesome. But I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, speaking of frontline, we asked. Uh, we know that there's gonna be uh, a new zone segue. for frontline, right? I do what I do. <laughs> totally unintentional. <laughs> um, but there's gonna be a new zone for frontline. Um. It was the, I think the, the Cardinal Plains, I think they called it in the, in the live letter. Um, so we asked if we can expect to see any new field areas before the expansion. They um, say they're not planning on adding any new areas beyond the one for frontline. Um, one of the main reasons for that obviously is when you add a completely new area, you have to have enough content to put in that area. And it's very difficult to do that. Um, so obviously it's all gonna be for expansion stuff. However, you uh, just told us if you call the Gold Saucer a new area, then you could say yes, they will be adding a new area uh, before the expansion, uh, mm-hmm. and it's what they have planned. It's it's going to be very big. So Gold Saucer will be before the expansion, which is pretty cool. And
0: after two point three, and so after two
1: point three <laughs> before expansion. So it's there you go, somewhere in the future, but not too far out. So, very cool stuff. Um, Chocobo raising—we know Chocobo raising is going to be a thing. Um, it's supposed to come out two point three something. Mm-hmm. I forget I listed here. I think it is for two point
0: three. The uh, we know we're getting the skill reset. For it's coming. Chunko. Yeah,
1: it's coming really soon. I can't remember what the exact uh, patch is on that. Because um, they're—it's weird because with this one they're already announcing stuff that's going to be in in the sub patches as opposed to just 2.3. Usually, it's they just kind of say, and they're like, oh, hey, by the way, here's this really cool thing. Enjoy. Um, but they actually have a pretty good uh, timeline here for some stuff. But um, we asked what the benefit is going to be to raise Chocobos um, that are already ranked 10, because it's your companion, right? You're raising your companion to, to get them stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, for people people that already have a rank 10 Chocobo, um, by using Chocobo Raising, you'll be able to raise their Chocobo to rank 11 and give them... All the abilities, but it'll be very difficult to do. Um, which means that the only way to get rank eleven on your Chocobo companion is to have Chocobo raising, which means you have to have a house, or your free company needs to have a house with the the little add-on outside for Chocobo raising. So
0: done and done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. That's
0: that's happening, especially because they said that um, with the, with the Chocobo raising, you you can unlock all the skills and all the trees mm-hmm. um which i think is did helpful for those who dying? want the the, the and stuff they did yeah i thought and they we'll,
1: did in the the uh, the live letter from uh, from thursday they talked about that so we'll touch on that shortly sorry
0: getting ahead of myself it's more like okay. molting
1: but <laughs> yeah right i don't like my red feathers i'm gonna regrow some blue ones um we talked about me we, we mentioned this earlier um, we know that Ninja's gonna be faster on the field, uh, you know, take reduced fall damage. Uh, and it's supposed to be pretty useful in front Um, uh, but will any other classes get any type of kind of passive abilities? Because right now it's like Ninja, like, is just like the shit, right? Because mm-hmm. he can do all this stuff, he's, it almost seems like he's almost built for Frontline with stealth and he can scout. Um, which, you know, kinda tips the balance a little bit as far as classes in Frontline is concerned. Um, and he says that they don't currently have any plans to do that. Um, we, wanna, we want that to be the main characteristic uh, of the rogue and ninja. Um, you can use those traits outside of PvP. And when you talk about ninja, it's going to be about you know the stealth and the movement. Um, but even considering the stealth abilities, it's all about balance. So it's not like the ninja can use their stealth in the middle of a battle and be invisible. Um, because you know, you'd be kind of invincible in, in PvP if you were able to do that. Um, and they don't want that. So it's just gonna be kind of one of their characteristics, and that's just kinda how it is. So there you go. This should just make like my- Dragoon can Dragoon just like jump higher? Can that just be a thing? Like why I don't know. It's still Why earth- do you keep trying right. to to free
0: and spoil Dragoon? Why?
1: Because Dragoon is awesome mm-hmm. and nobody realizes it. <laughs> this makes me sad. Oh. So very, very sad. I'll um, take us in. That is it for, for our Yoshida interview. We posted it up in two parts. Um, we shared the slot with uh, a gentleman from MMORPG.com. His questions are in there as well. So make sure to check that out, uh, drop comments, and uh, hope you enjoy it. I'll take us on to the last live letter here from Thursday, uh, where they talked a little bit about Frontlines and Crystal Tower. Some really cool stuff in here. Um, Frontlines will be. Twenty-four, verse twenty-four, verse twenty-four. Awesome. That is a lot of people. Crystal that is tools, a lot of people. Crystal Tools yeah, Originally, ain't got I was thinking like,
0: this. Originally, because they were like, oh yeah, it's going to be eight V eight V eight. Well, that you know that sounds fun. This is seventy-two people, and it mm-hmm. scales. So you right. know, it's going. That's going to be, I think, uh, friendly. And the other thing is, it's also giving things besides just PvP levels. Which I think should, um, you know, we can talk about that in a second. But I heard seventy-two people, and I go, "Well, that that's going to be a lot of strategy." And I think, and also that it, it's not class restricted, you know. So it's right. not like we need, uh, you know, six tanks, you know, you know. <laughs> 40, it's gonna be rough. Uh,
1: I mean, it's like yeah. I can't coordinate three parties to beat Atomos in the Crystal Tower, how am I supposed uh. to capture a flag, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. Excited. Yeah, and it's supposed to scale, I think I heard somewhere too, so if you do a queue and it's, you know, sitting at like 8v8 v8 for a while or something, it'll just go in with that, mm-hmm. I think is is what I read. I could be wrong, but um, that'd be nice, yeah. Um, Frontline's going to last 30 minutes, um, they said, so by, you know, you'll get in 30 minutes to do, you know, whatever the objective is, and then it'll decide the winner. Um, you can change your classes or jobs at outposts in the uh, actual area. So if you enter on, you know, like Dragoon or something, for example, and it just happens that, like, there's a lot of, like, melee DPS, um, you could go in and switch or something, uh, which is kind of nice. do you think in the queue it'll matter what job you're in? You is? Wow. I, you is. Maybe. Um, I don't know. You have? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean <laughs> for right now, right now, it still does, um, you know, like for Wolves' Den, for example, it's, you still need to have, you know, a ranged, a melee, a tank, and a healer. Um, so it's, you know, it's probably still going to, you're going to need those roles filled. Maybe? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, and then you'll get uh, similar re- rewards as the Wolves' Den. So probably, you know, PvP, XP, Wolf Marks, maybe. I don't know. Which is weird, like wolf marks you would think would be just from wolves' den, wolf mark. I don't know. Um, but they say you'll also be able to get war mounts and soldiery tomes from doing mm-hmm. frontline as well. Which is, I think, like their way of saying, please come v- p- do PvP, you get soldiery tomes. If they would also give you myth, that would be even better <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes. Now, if only like, there was oh, more incentive to do wolves' den. Give us oils and sands, why don't you? Oils and sands. and They're working yeah, on I'm- that. That's I'm definitely
0: gonna try. I'm definitely gonna try this out. I kind of burned out from Wolves Den. I was like, yeah, there's really, you know. But yeah. now with this, you know, be able to unlock that armor uh, for glamour if needed, and then to be able to, you know, con- actually continue to make progress in the game itself. Um, I think that's exciting, and I'm very interested in checking it out. And the nice thing is, it's not that far away. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're, we're talking about something you know six months from now. This is going to be coming up in the next month.
1: Mm-hmm. July 8th is the date for 2.3. So not much longer to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they also uh, talked a little bit about uh, Crystal Tower, um, which is cool. They showed some of the new areas they actually released. Uh, we just, I just put this up last night. Um, there's new uh, in-game artwork uh, featuring Scylla, um, Amon and Zandi. Um, which I guess, you know, if they're putting that out there, presumably those are the next three bosses that we're going to be seeing. When the Crystal Tower hits, uh, which is weird because that that feels really early for Zandy, considering what his role is supposed to be. That's it.
0: Crystal Tower is like one, two, done.
1: I think it's three. Well, it's, no, it's, it has to be three, because we still need to see it's Cloud of Darkness. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. So we'll did see. You just uh, whatever me. Like I did.
0: Are you just bitter? Are you bitter? Whatever.
1: Just just sit on the desk. Whatever. <laughs> Don't need no chair. Just sit on the desk. Whatever. Um, there's going to be a weekly uh, loot restriction on the new Crystal Tower I don't think that's terribly surprising to anybody Um, the Crystal Tower armor will be item level 100 Uh, so there's that Um, and they also talk about um, the uh, drop rate for uh, the unidentified Alec and Sands of Oil and Time they say they're going to be around 30% or so um, but they're not all going to be available at once. They'll gradually kind of add them in. Um, so it's it's almost like, you know, almost feels like, like the echo thing where every so often mm-hmm. they're like, all right, here's another 5%. Um, so it'll be like, hey, now you can get like the sands of time in the crystal tower, which I think is it's a nice way to do it because it keeps people coming back. Um, yep.
0: I want um, more which, sand.
1: Which is both like good and bad, I guess. Right. Oh, I have to do the crystal tower again. Mm-hmm. Um, but there you go. Um, they also talked about um, and I'm actually I got excited about this and then I realized that this was from the live letter that was only in Japanese Um, they're making a book of concept art and lore Um, but they didn't say anything about where they were going to release it Um, so this might just be a Japanese only thing which would be kind of a bummer Hopefully they, they publish something for, for NA and, and other parts of the world where the game is. Um, fingers crossed, I guess. Um, Exali Beast Tribe quests are coming in 2.35, not 2.3, um, and we'll have a focus on crafting, which I thought was kind of strange. Um, in the last patch in 2.28, um, in the North Shroud, there's actually a new... Um, kind of like exali uh, stronghold that was set up, which is probably where, uh, all these beast tribe things are going to be taking place. Um, and they say that if you complete all of the beast tribes, you'll be able to unlock a new quest. Um, they don't say what this quest is for. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that we're only getting the one, the one, uh, tri- I mean, obviously, I mean no exile are kind of like the only big tribe left but i mean there's still like goblins or or keekern or something like you know they could have mm-hmm. done so i don't know we'll see um and
0: that's to get off my butt and finish the other two what are they called Zogin yeah. and, and kobolds i'm still worried i'm, still working. I'm, I'm about halfway through those.
1: really i got about halfway through and mm-hmm. i was like i just don't even want to do this anymore
0: yeah <laughs> uh, i've probably got if i can, if I continually do it uh, every day, I'll knock those two out probably here in the next seven days. Yeah. Um, if I take a break, then obviously that's going to go a little bit longer, which is, I'm excited to get those finished up. And the nice thing is, is like, oh, man, you know, if uh, if in 2.3 they release the exhaust I was going to like, <laughs> I'm going to be behind. But uh, I think 2.35 gives me definitely an, a enough yeah. of a gap to finish this off and then be able to knock that out. And then I'm very interested in what this... Opening an additional quest is, and what its rewards or benefits are. The nice thing is, is that obviously, if if uh, anybody's got nameplates on, is that with titles there is actually a motivation now to go hunt these uh, elusive uh, titles. Well, and it's (laughs) like, and
1: I and I think I forgot to mention this. There's that new um, like brutal version of Coil that they mm -hmm. talked about introducing, which would have the same rewards and everything, but if you beat it, you would just get a title. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you know they can do that as incentives now, because now we can actually finally. See, see them titles yeah which is nice so you I'm <laughs> that curious. kind of
0: ties back to the original 2.0 concept of showing off titles I was like
1: right threw yeah. it out where are they I want to see them <laughs> all those titles I, I spent uh, time grinding out at the end of 1.0 before they shut it down it's finally worth it now mm-hmm. uh, no
0: I I don't have a lot of those
1: for some reason just, uh,
0: yeah like I had a friend who sent a GM a, a note about it and they were like sorry I like that can't be the solution. I need oh, my titles. Oh, like they,
1: you unlocked them, but you don't have them.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, like wonder
1: or Shadow. It's that not sucks. on my list. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I have I have my my sword and shield of eorzea So that's that's all I really mm-hmm. wanted to make sure I had. I oh my god, I did so many behests mm-hmm. to get those. Um, but yeah, I'm really curious to see what these crafting quests are going to be like for for the Exali. Um, because you know are they gonna be like high level crafting just like is it gonna be like end game crafting stuff where you need the tool or is it just gonna be like level 50 like you know i'm curious to see um you know what you have to do or if it's just like item turn-ins or something i don't know i'll mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see um they also talk about while we're on the subject of crafting um in 2.3 they're gonna add new accessory uh, recipes for accessories that are above uh, item level 70 so you'll be able to craft uh some new accessories so that'll be nice excellent (laughs) good um chocobo colors are coming in 2.35 um and they say it should be it should be possible. well this is just this is just colors though this is necessarily raising it could be also raising but i'm not i'm not sure um they said it should be possible to change the color to that of any dye so that's a lot of different colors for a Chocobo, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. Um, it's, a
0: smart, it's a smart approach, too, because that you know, continually will, st- I think, stimulate the, the dye market in and of
1: itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also talk about um, right now, because you only have one companion, so you'll only be able to raise one Chocobo. Uh, but um, after the Gold Saucer comes out and a certain Chocobo something is released, um, <laughs> you'll be able to possibly raise more than one. So. I think the quote was uh, "Chocobo Ahem." Chocobo Ahem, yes. Um, so, who's looking forward to Chocobo Ahem in the Gold Saucer? I know I am. I love I love me some Ahem. Um, there's going to be a new battle with the uh, next set of Hildebrand quests. So that's pretty awesome. I mean, last time we had Gilgamesh, so you know who knows what we'll get this time um and then yeah patch 2.3 july 8th so lots of stuff coming here in a few weeks lots to look forward to Mm -hmm. and last but not least we have fan fest dates and locations which is something people have been wanting since you know they announced at the fan fest um so for vegas um it's going to be at the rio hotel and casino from october 18th to the 19th um in london it's going to be at the tobacco dock on October 25th and then uh, in Tokyo it's gonna be December 20th and the 21st uh, at Tokyo big site um, so that's that's way later than everything else yeah October mm-hmm. October December Wow
0: yeah, mm-hmm. And with December, though, I mean, that's going to put us, I think, pretty close to 2.5, which, you know, based off of, you know, like, I, if you kind of project three yeah. month schedules, that'd be kind of January. So there I might th- be some more information that comes out of that. I, I mean, think what will happen, two we
1: we have 2.3 um, come in July 8th. So you think three, maybe four months. So what, July, August. So I, I feel like we'll have 2.4 like right before FanFest. Mm hmm. And then 2.5 will probably be like July or not July, uh, like January, January, yeah. January, early February or something like that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But if you want, you can email us. If you want. Aetherite radio (laughs) at gamerscape.com. You can also tweet at us at Aetherite radio. Get to the next part there you go 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 (laughs) so as far as far as uh people that didn't tune in live are concerned this is the end of the episode